Mānawa mai e te putanga o Matariki, mānawa mai e te ariki o te rangi, mānawa mai e te mātahi o te tau, e te iwi, te tī, te tā, nau mai, hoki mai ki tā tātou punua pāho e rere atu nei, anei i te tauhau Māori i a Matariki ko Arewa ki runga, e te iwi tēnā tātou katoa. And here we are, i roto i te studio, and I'm trying to think of what I'm going to say next. Um, after my cool ass karakia ki a Matariki. And because I'm looking this way, uh, e mihi ana ki a kōrua kua tau mai, i roto i tō tātou whare, uh, e, e, e te hoa no tawhiti, e kaliko, e mihi ana ki a koe o tira, uh, ki a koe rangi, ko hoki mai ki tātou kaupapa. And... Um, Ko tā tātou kaupapa ko Matariki tonu. Oh, yeah. um, and Matariki <coughs> marks is our anniversary for Taringa. Yeah. Here we are. So, Ete, we'd like to, like to introduce Professor, Associate Professor, or is it Assistant Professor? Assistant. Assistant Professor, <laughs> not quite the Professor. No, yeah. not quite. Yeah, Assistant Professor Dr. Kaliko Aloha. Baker. Tēnā koe hoa, kua tāmai. Me koe tahi e hoa, uh, yeah, Professor Dr. Rangi Mātāmua, tēnā koe hoa ko hoki mai. Kia ora prai. Tēnā hoki tātou. And, special guest, ko hoki mai a uh, Taria, a Nelisid Professor Taria. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One day maybe ne Taria. Uh, ko hoki mai ki runga ki tātātou kaupapa ki a Taringa. Tārin, no rene, mihi anna kia koe te tsuhi ne? Tēnā koe. Nau mai hoki mai. And of course, e te prata e mara, anai, anai ko Puaheri, ko Snow, Taku sound effect tuatahi. Tēnā koutou katoa, aku manuhiri tuarangi, mihi ana, mihi ana kia kōlo. Kia koe hoki tareo. Tereo tuatahi o taringa. Yeah, and even though you're the real, you're the real tuatahi, so you don't have a sound effect. No. No, you didn't make it on the keyboard. And you might see I've got a special keyboard. Here we go here. You know, and I'm not going to go like this on the keyboard. But kei konei etahi oro taunaki. Um, mo tēnei te ringa o, o, o tēnei punua pāho o Tariao o Tariao o Tariao there you go look I've renamed it o Taringa no rena nau mai tātou um, so one Matariki ago and I can say that um, we launched um, Taringa and mm. that's really cool because that's one thing I picked up when we were in Hawaii oh, yeah. is when people ask how old you are they say sort of like ehia or makahiki or makahiki. Right. Um, yeah, so I think that's a cool one for us instead of saying ehia or tau, that we start mm. saying ehia or matariki. Oh. That might make you a bit younger, eh? Could do. It could do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you yeah. do miss out that period between the setting and the, the rising, rising of, yeah, yeah. of matariki. So maybe that's mm. a trend we start, ehia or matariki. So mm. taringa is officially one matariki. Oh, nice. Oh, make it a I'm trying to look for. I've got too many cool. Um, maybe this one. Oh, 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 o
Komatariki. And um, I'm going to throw the the proverbial rako to you or the lightsaber to you, uh, Rangi, to start our kōrero off about Matariki tēnei. tēnei. Now, before we do, actually, we've got to have our kiwaha. So, how tātātou kiwaha, and you've got the kiwaha for us. That's what I've been told. Yes. <laughs> and our kiwaha is? Lono i kamakahiki. 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 And can you explain to us how te tika ngō tērā kōreo? Lono i kamakahiki. Lono i kamakahiki is a call out that we have on Koho Olave um, that we, we use to rally around. Uh, during the Makaiki season, uh, Lono is our god during Makaiki season that we pay tribute to, and uh, we use the the, the saying, uh, the, the name Lono Ika Makahiki as a way to sort of um, gather ourselves around whatever we're doing at the time to close out our ceremonies. We call out Lono Ika Makahiki, and it's just it's just our way of showing that. We know who Lono is, and then Lono responds mm-hmm. back with his uh, Ho'ai Lona, whatever, his signs mm-hmm. that um, uh, that he's listening in one way mm-hmm. or another. So, yeah, that's that's our Lono Ika Makahiki. So Makahiki is, 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 the, is Matariki. Matariki, oh yeah. Yeah, and would there be, is there any way, or is there any equivalent to Lono um, within Māori? I would think no, Rongo. The Māori Pantheon. Rongo. 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 Yeah. So, Rongo. Lono, Rongo, Aye. Mataiki. Not Rongo Wetere. Oh. Hey, tōtea. Ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah kohe atu. Hey, ah, kiro toi te wano ah, mātou te atu. Ah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. talking about Rongo, te atu a Rongo. Ah, mm. kiro. Rongo Mataani. Ah, ka yeah. pai. Yeah. Yeah. So, Lono Ika Makahiki. Lono Ika Makahiki. While we were over there, it sort of it became an affirmation for us. Yeah, like, it's an affirmation. And whenever we sort of, um, you know, went through the process of tikanga and kawa while yeah. we were on kaholawe, and e- even in the, the formal and informal situations, mm. you know, we were um, felt really proud when we yeah. when we yelled out lonoika makahiki. If, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll never forget, you yeah. know, swimming around at five in the morning in the dark naked, and then calling calling out lonoika makahiki. Yeah, it's it's a it's a me it's a. <laughs> It's an exclamation to to exude that mana. Yeah, I like yeah, that exclamation to exude that mana. Yeah. Many of us won't forget you swimming around naked and, <laughs> and yeah. over there either, brother. You were exuding your mana at 5am in the water? Yes. Naked, bro. <laughs> and I felt, I felt the moody, I felt the force. Use the force, dude. Yeah, sorry, I was a little close. <laughs> it was good, really. <laughs> so I think to segue in, you know, um, Rangi, is to talk about I don't know, the maramatanga, that, that the maramatanga i taukirunga ki a koe, i tō haerenga, i tō tūtakihanga, tūatahi tanga, tūatahi ki a kāliko, ki a moe wai te iwi e whakarongo mai nei, hea te Hawaii ana e noho nei roto i a tātou kōrero rero, and that enlightenment you had when you went over to Hawaii, and it's effect on, our, on you and us as a people in the Matariki movement present day Aotearoa. I just want to start by saying congratulations to Taringa. One Matariki old. This, and I said before we started, uh, this is, in my mind, without doubt, Aotearoa's premier Māori podcast. Uh, 
Can you say that again, please? Say that again. Old Tailwall's premier <laughs> Māori podcast. Do you, do you need the modifier Māori there? I, I don't know what that <laughs> oh. means. Stop being a linguist. <laughs> Could it just be the premier podcast? Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. But it's just, you know, what, what you guys have done, you know, it's fantastic. And um, I think some of the kaupapa that you highlight. So, you know, being uh, the Wānau Aotearoa has also been really central in, in helping uh, make Matariki part of our wider identity and culture across Māori, you know, right across Aotearoa wide. And it's becoming part of who we are. And it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think that's awesome. Anyway, a few years ago, I was in this completely unrelated panel in Hawaii, you know, and having doing research on, on Matariki. I sit next to this person here, Kaliko, and we're about to present about 10 minutes out and I'm writing on my piece of paper and he says, what are you doing? I said, I'm actually preparing my presentation. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, same. And so we, we both just, had blank papers. We, <laughs> there was the click. Yeah, <laughs> we bonded. And yes. then uh, I went home to his house with his wife, Hayley, and their children, and we had dinner, and we just realised that uh, after a while that what I was doing here and the work we are doing with Matariki, he was doing on the island of Kaholawe mm. and as part of Makahiki and the Hawaiian uh, revitalization, cultural okay. revitalization, and so I went over there. Kaliko invited me over, and I spent uh, four days, five days together with Kaliko in a tent. Wow! Yes, yes, yes. There were a few Brokeback Mountain references that uh, were very. <laughs> I can't quit you. Yeah. <laughs> but what I experienced <laughs> over there. <laughs> 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 But they had an experience uh, of their traditional celebrations that they've mm. revived, uh, feeding gods, uh, f- uh, acknowledging their atua, and uh, it being built around makahiki. Now, I had the record of the celebration here, but the mm-hmm. practice had fallen mm. to the wayside. And right. so I came back and uh, with the group uh, Te Matapuninga, uh, which is the Karakia group formed by Professor Pautemara, I really came back and pleaded with them to come over and experience what I experienced. And really, the person who backed me was Praone at the meeting. Mm-hmm. And a group of us went because he knew that there was something there. And we went, and it's pretty much changed our approach, not only to our practice. We learnt a lot over there. We learnt a lot from the Hawaiians. We're very, very similar. But it gave us, I think, a, the... Impetus, say, you know, the encouragement to re-establish our own practice. Mm. And that's what we've done. So this week is the second uh, umu kohu kohu, whangai te hautapu matariki ceremony at Paraunis Marae Rāwhiti Roa on Friday morning. And, uh, yeah, so that's why Kaliko's sitting here, bro. Lono ika makaiki. Lono ika makaiki. E hoa Kaliko. Eo. Um, the revival or the, the homecoming the coming back of Makahiki to Kaho Lave mm. has played a huge huge part in the in the revival of a lot of things um, I roto i to ahure, yeah. I roto i to iwi perhaps you could talk a little bit about that yeah 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 um, so Makahiki started for us uh, well re-began re- restarted in the early 80s 
on Koho Olave, and it was it, it it was started because at the time we were trying to stop the bombing on Koho Olave, and there was a lawsuit that was uh, at hand, and the essentially the the requ- the the question was, oh, when's your Christmas? When's your Easter? When's your whatever? You know the 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 holiday is going to ask in his holiday way how when when our holidays are our religious holidays and we were uh, we uh, that was back in the early 80s I was you know just out of diapers at that time no I was just a few years <laughs> a few years beyond that um, but um, the elders in the Ohana now they were um, they were told um, it's makahiki you guys have to go out and that's really um, under the advice of Auntie Edith Kanaka Ole Auntie Pua's mom uh yeah and she said no you gotta you gotta restore lono on the island because lono is mm-hmm. what's is the god that will heal the island so thus we uh, auntie edith gave to her daughter and then alani the um the, kawoha, the, the the order to design our ceremonies for us because we've had a like a couple hundred years probably by then of you know, almost a couple hundred years of um non-practice of makahiki especially the ceremonial side so she did the research created a couple karakia a couple pule for us um and then from there we we moved on and we've been we've been rolling makahiki 36 37 38 years going on our 38 year yeah yeah so um 38 makahiki makahiki yeah that's this year we'll make kanakolukumovalu i believe um but Yeah, so we it's it's really it's had a political movement, but it's it's really been able to evolve into the spiritual movement, the the whole mana movement that it it needed it needs mm-hmm. to be for our people, and it's also it it also sort of it, it parallels the movement of the waa, the hokulea, and the, that movement as well. So the it, the koholave movement and the waa movement, the language movement, those are all parallel in time, mm-hmm. and. You, you can't really say that they're distinct movements they sort of the, the the agents within them the players within them sort of weave they go they go in be, in and out of each each movement Beautiful. like for us um on the Kaholabe <clears throat> side there's a lot of you know same characters in each in each scene you know there's some of some of our Kaholabe people are on the we're on the worldwide voyage just last year mm. uh came back last year and um so it's it's you know it's really interwoven nicely i believe the the movements and then lately as of as of the last 20 years perhaps um we've been weaving more the the language side into it and that's um you know it's being that i'm a language guy that's uh it's kind of my it's kind of my goal is to see more olelo and and it's important you know i i think as um practitioners of things hawaiian to be to be fluent in hawaiian as you you know very well if you can't speak the language of the gods then you can't speak to the gods if you don't know what lonoikomakahiki means and how you can break it down then how how much mana can you put into that olelo mm. you know you're going to be limited by your your awareness your 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 understanding of the language but anyway so makahiki back home and you know molokai followed 
not followed. Molokai's been on. Molokai is Kaho Olave, actually, if you think about the whole movement. But that's a whole other podcast. Um, but Molokai, the same year we started our Makahiki, they started theirs. And they've been running their Makahiki consistently every year since then. So there, there is not only the Kaho Olave Makahiki, there's the Molokai Makahiki. And that one's kind of big. It's popular. People fly in, stay in. Makahi, uh, Molokai is populated uh, last weekend of January every year, I believe. They have their Makahiki. So it's, it's, it's really by the Gregorian calendar. Mm. It's not down. It's not really by the 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 uh, sorry the makali'i rising and whatnot um, but it's it's a celebration nonetheless of something Hawaiian uh, of being of uh, being in makahiki uh, and but what we've also seen is makahiki practices ceremonies popping up throughout the archipelago throughout mm. the pai aina and um, not to say that it's because of Kaho Olave and the practice on Kaho Olave. It's just our people feel that Makahiki is something that they can wrap their minds around. Mm. They can wrap their na'au, their, mm. their, their, their innards around, and get into. Mm. Yeah, the na'au. Yeah, na'au. Okay. Yeah, and they can wrap, wrap around that and get into that space and, and do ho'oma nakahiko. It's, it's a nice... It's a nice um, bridge for us, as to be honest, you know, as, with our colonized minds and ways and and habits and whatnot, to to get back into who we we are as Maoli. Mm. He was enlightened. He came back, and then I felt the Mara Matanga from him, and then I wanted to go and experience it for myself. Oh, um, and I did. Right. You know, it was, it was an experience. And it was that I came back here, and like a lot of the guys here in this room, they, I had the hui when I came back from Hawaii, and I said, look, we've got to do this mahi that supports um, Rangi Mātāmu and supports Matariki. And then Te Iwa Matariki concept right. was dreamed up. And then we went around the country, and you were here when we took that big truck around the country. That was awesome. And that was out of... Out of um, Inspiration, right. inspiration from Rangi, your inspiration, the inspiration of being there in um, in Kaholawe, mm-hmm. and um, while I think Rangi, you've done awesome work, heaps of work, and <coughs> I think Kawanang Aotearoa has, has been lucky to be a part of that. And that must be the haze, you know, it's haze machine. <coughs> so, alright. <laughs> <laughs> But um this this you know, you go on social media and and um and you know there's people on giving resources and things like that and can still see that we've still got a lot of work to do. I mean, there's people saying that this is the time we used to plant and mm. and there's, you know, still cordial like that, so there's still lots of work we need to do. There are some, and you know, it's, 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 there are some regional and tribal differences. Mm. We, have, we have that for everything. Okay? Mm, yeah. And so there are some things that are traditionally regionalised, and, and I get that, but there are some things that are fundamentally wrong. 
and they have been part of colonisation. It's really, really hard to strip that back. Mm. And and the biggest five are probably, number one, more often than not, the pitcher's upside down Mm -hmm. because we ripped the Pleiades picture from the Northern Hemisphere uh, that's uh, online and say, and TVNZ, you hear Scotty's voice, 45,000 light years from Earth, and and then this image comes up. It's not Scotty's fault, but TVNZ, the image is upside down. That's our national broadcaster. Wow. <laughs> you know, so <clears throat> that's one. Number two, the Little Eyes thing. Mm. Yeah, nah, no. Nowhere in the Pacific is it Little Eyes except here because Elton Best translated it as Little Eyes. There's no narrative, no story. That's wrong, and we're retelling ourselves. Three, seven sisters. Hey, that's a Greek myth. And even though, you know, I, I don't know, you reckon I look like the 300 dudes? You know, the Greeks? Yes. Thank you. That, that one. <laughs> that one. <laughs> yes, my gracious host, yes. The hunchback one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are Leonidas. the job of the hunter. Yes, so, so um, little eyes is no. Mm. You know, that's, um, n- number one is around timing. Mm. Because, and, and this is where it gets technical, you know, we've what we've done is we've grabbed our lunar months, mm. and they're actually all stars. So our ancestors followed a mm. lunar stellar calendar. Fitinga, nuku fitinga, rangi haki potu, te rangi pipiri. They're all stars. So when they rise before the sun, we know which month it is. Mm. But your month doesn't start until the lunar cycle clicks over, right? And then because it's eleven days shorter each year, every year you drop in an extra month. But you have to know when to drop it in. For mm-hmm. it to catch up with the calendar, and so quite often we are outside celebrating it and saying, "Oh, you know, it's Matariki now." It's not even in the; it's not even visible, mm. and because we're not, we're trying to reconcile a traditional celebration that's based around a lunar calendar, lunar stellar year, mm-hmm. with our modern Western Gregorian solar calendar, and it's it's out of sync. And I don't know if that makes sense to everyone. Mm. Mm. But it makes sense. Two to different me. calendars. Two different calendars. Yeah, they don't Two drive. different divisions of time, eh? Mm. But because colonization, it's just so impressive. You know, it's like the dark side of the force. Mm. It's really hard to strip it back. Well, the empire or the the rebellion. The re- yes, the empire. Hey, hey, come on. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> the colonizer is the father, bro. <laughs> I am your father. There he is. I am so those are probably the biggest misconceptions yeah. in my mind. Yeah. Every couple of years, how you drop in a month? Every three years. Three, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, you, you know, yeah. if it's 11 days shorter, the, uh, the lunar calendar is 11 days shorter than a solar calendar. So in two years, it's 22 days out. Three oh, years, okay. it's 33 days out a month. Mm. Because the positions of the stars change, mm. right, you have to slip it in. So the stars rise higher in the sky and then you start your year again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's all Yep. It's all based around <laughs> Matariki. <laughs> yeah. So Matariki will mark this is now the new year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so the thirty days before would be the the time where you'd insert it to Yes, so so you know the saying, uh Tanganui or Pipiri. The long extended nights of Pipiti. And we say oh. it for the dead people, eh? Oh. We say go into the long nights because winter, the nights are a lot longer than the summer and it's Good. cold. Actually, that phrase comes from the saying, Na po tu tanganui o Pipiti. What's the long extended nights of Pipiti? Now, Pipiti is a twin star. Mm. 
And when it oh. rises, the first star in correlation when you see Matariki, bang, New Year, and yep. you go through your lunar calendar. Second year, it'll be a bit lower in the sky, mm. bang, you go through the third year, it's not in the sky. Mm. So you have to wait, not for the first, but for the second twin star. Insert your new month, your lunar calendar catches so up. Is there a name mm. for that new month? It, it's well, the period is mm. called Ruhanui. Ruhanui. That's how, and so it's the listless period, right? The listless month. But okay. what they say is, the portu tanganui, na portu tanganui or pipiri, the long extended nights of pipiri. Mm. That's how you reconcile your calendar. But you have to know which stars denote oh, yeah, which yeah. month, Aye. and then your uh, lunar cycle clicks over. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. Um, for the you know because I know a lot of people watching this, listening and watching this podcast will sort of be different entry levels into, for want of a better, Matariki culture. Oh, yeah. And um, there are some that are a bit more educated, you know, than they were, say, three years ago. Or opinionated. Mm. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and there'll be other ones that are that are watching and listening that are sort of just, this is like really, really new knowledge to them. So they've been learning about Matariki and they're getting on the celebration buzz. But one of the first things they miss is the actual timing for Matariki. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, there's still out there, there's people that think that Matariki rises, mm. you know, the same time every year. <laughs> yeah. Well... Yeah, no, it doesn't. And, and here's, a, here's the biggest difference, oh, getting away from the microphone, here's the biggest difference between the solar calendar wow. and, oh, is that Kuteuatira? Wow. It's a natural sound effect, you know, so it's, you know, it's... Oh. Oh, there you go, Tefano. That's not me with the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what I was saying, <laughs> yeah, the, um, the difference between a solar calendar and a lunar cal- calendar, eh? Lunar cycle. And most indigenous cultures around the world follow lunar. Mm. The solar calendar, you determine when you're ready. That's what you say to the environment. I want Christmas 25th of December. Uh, every year. year. I want New Year's the 1st of Jan every year because I'm ready. Now (laughs) in a lunar cycle, the the environment dictates to you, no, no ehoa, I'm ready. And you have to fit in. So we follow cycles and because living in the lunar calendar, we're cyclic, right? There are times of fasting, times of feasting. We're fat sometimes like animals. Hey, You'll watch a bird, some seasons they're fat, some seasons they're lean, and their behaviour changes. Oh, my cycle's way up. Yeah, <laughs> that's <up>. because, <laughs> hey, in the you solar... You need to be on a bicycle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> Get off the cycle and put on the bicycle. <laughs> Whereas in a, in, a, in a solar year, we manipulate our environment, right? Yeah, so we I, eat whatever, mm. you know, tomatoes, you're getting them now in the middle of winter. I, you mm. know, so we manipulate See, our environment and we don't cycle... Like the moon and the and the seasons, and so I think that's got a massive issue because even our divisions of time are colonised. Uh, yeah, and we think we have to justify matariki in our times and say, oh, we justify it and justify it to a pocket division of time. Yeah. We, we don't have to justify it; we just have to practice it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, and by living it, that's how it, how it survives. You know, uh, oh, no, that was cool. <laughs> what you just said about my calendar and the world calendar. You know, Tamara Mataka Māori, 
Mm. And that's just saying that I'm thinking, you know, when I say to my wahine, you know, I want to go now. This is, you know, when yeah, yeah. I'm ready. And she goes, no. I'm going to go when I'm ready. Yeah. Uh, and um, so, you know, you're talking about shopping, eh? I'm talking about lots of things. <laughs> 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 we'll, just leave that. we'll just leave that to the side now. Well, so she's the moon and, and you're a shooting star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love, that's a really cool description. Oh, you know, yeah. that it's, it's about, yeah, we, we're trying to fit te taiao i roto i to tātou maramataka, tangata nei, but it's the other way around. And that's Māori. Right. You know, it's Māori, it's Māori, it's iwi taketake. Mm. Do you think there'll ever be a time, or do you dream of a time? So I look at cultures like uh, Muslim, Chinese, and they quite comfortably live in two calendars. Um, you know, the Gregorian calendar and then their indigenous Maramataka Māori. Mm. Um, you know, do you, I'm sure you do, I mean I do, I dream of a time when we'll be able to sort of live by both, be able to observe both calendars. Mm, yeah, yeah, and but it's, it's relevance, that's a thing that we're missing, right? I don't understand why we celebrate a nine-foot rabbit that gives birth to chocolate eggs. Aye. Aye. Or a fat guy that breaks into your house in a red suit. I mean, what's up with that? Whereas we've got something that's Stop uniquely... <laughs> wearing red suits. You're wearing red. I had to get him for ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. These are actually his shoes. Because I'm not wearing them. took my shoes off when I was hanging from the chimney. I mean, Matariki's from here. Hey, it's it's relative and it has a connection to our environment and who we are. Mm. And I'd love to see where we can actually live by two. Why can't we live by one? Mm. Why can't we go back to living by a lunar calendar, you know, and, and being cyclic in many ways and understanding, yep, we need to fit in with the rest of the world, but we can still base it mm. out of our own division of time. Te nā koe. Nā koe now, you know, I'm recalling, my memory's going back when we done, went to Anangotearoa, done Te Iwo Matariki, um, and, you know, we took that truck around Te Ika Maui, and sorry, e te whana, ngā whanaunga o Te Waipona, we didn't make it down there. Mm. Um, mm. But I was always getting, because we, I said I wanted Te Wānanga Otero to be unapologetic in our approach to Matariki, mm. and to support the, your, your matauranga and your, your research. And one of them was around the nine stars. And I always said, when I went out, I said, look, up to you whether you're seven stars or you want to believe in the nine, sorry, sorry, um, the nine stars. Um, but the fact of the matter was that we need to observe Matariki in a bit more of a deeper way. Mm. You mm-hmm. know, that it's the tapu to do with, with Matariki. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know, I think we might have upset a few people about that Paraone, and we didn't mean to, right? I was just, I, I'm grateful for the Wananga who gave my ancestors' knowledge a platform. Kia And it has actually gone everywhere. And um, my personal belief is that uh, this adherence to seven has been influenced by the whole uh, colonised seven sisters. Now there are tribes that say there are seven for them and I think that's awesome. Mm. It's just my ancestor recorded nine and then he goes into this real detailed description of where they are, what they mean, how to read them 
And I think for me, I wanted to find a way to help share that. And those that are willing to um, accept that and be part of that movement, awesome. And those that aren't, you know, that's cool too. You know, I'm not saying that uh, uh, I have mine as, as the only version. I always say that, you know, there are these other regional and tribal uh, differences. And I think celebrating our, I don't know, our differences is a good thing. It doesn't make us uh, adversaries. It actually makes us richer. Mm. I, 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 we, it makes us richer because we have these unique aspects of us that are, 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 are special to us. So it's not that I'm trying to recolonize. I'm just trying to share what I have. And whoever's uh, willing to partake in that, then you know. Yeah. No, mind. I totally I appreciate that too because Why there's are no. You here? <laughs> I don't mind. We'll talk here, yoga. <laughs> But because there's, I don't, I think there's, I, I think it does create, um, when it is in a good environment, healthy conversation, healthy debate, because there is, there are differences there, and I, I do, I do appreciate your, um, your effort to put that matauranga out because, um, we're no longer discussing over which historian wrote it, we're talking about which Maori, which or person that had handed down from their tupuna, you know, I'd rather discuss over that type of, um. That type of uh, information, then it came from um, a person uh, or historian or anthropologist who 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 do that, and, and a lot of people do that. And it goes, but it says in best quotes, yeah. they're mm. quoting best, and it's like, well, who not better than to debate about this with our with our professors of Matauranga Māori who are who come from Tupuna Māori? Yeah. I'm so glad you said that, bro. You know, we're funny Māori people, right? Uh, um, we're quite happy to accept Pākehā telling us who we are. Kia ora. Hey, and, and don't raise questions or issues. They say little lies, we're like, little lies, and we tell ourselves that. And they say, you go out in the night of fetal, which is the god of disease, plague, pestilence and death, to look for the <laughs> prosperous signs of the year. And we go, yes, fetal, because a Pākehā says it. <laughs> there you go. However, when a Māori, Māori speaking Māori, Aye. Practicing mm-hmm. practitioner of tikanga speaking Māori with kōrero tuku iho, 20 years of research, puts out, well, there is this knowledge, well, all of a sudden, it's like, don't come and try and tell us, how <laughs> we have, you know, don't bring your tūhoi knowledge here. For this, eons it's been seven sisters. Yeah, and so <laughs> we'll defend the right for a Pākehā to tell us who we are, mm. but when a Māori, and that's part of colonisation, when a mm. Māori puts forward a theory based on his own research, it's a threat. Yeah, I always remember when um, you know because we started in Whangarei with Te Iwo Matariki, mm-hmm. and um, oh yeah, the response was just we we had people come without their children, and then they went and pulled their kids out of school and then brought them because we we're only there for one day. And I remember one one lady, and I got her details, and um, she was crying um, through the through Te Iwo Matariki, and afterwards she she approached me. And she said, I thought I was going crazy. And I said, why don't you go? Because we have a nine-star tradition wow. in our hapu. But because my kids in Mokopuna have learnt at Kura, seven mm. stars, mm. seven stars, and she would mm. say nine. And she didn't know the names of them, but she'd mm. been told nine. So mm. her, her kaumatu had handed down a nine-star tradition to her. Mm. And when she shared that with her Mokopuna, and they said, no, nan, there's only seven. You know, so she started thinking, well, maybe what I heard was wrong. Mm. 
you know, and she was crying. She was crying tears of joy that, mm. you know, there was some more, there was some kōrero out there. And I got the same too when, when I had to go and back up the kōrero at one of the pokai, <laughs> and I had one of the komatua, you know, come and, you know, say to me, oh, we, I've heard a nine-star kōrero. For, for me, it was inspirational in the fact that it got people thinking mm. about Matariki and yeah. inspired them to go out and do some of their own rangahau mm. and, you know, not just take everything that comes off, you know, that they read and, you know, best isn't the best, mm. you know. Mm. It's not the mata mua. He's not the mata mua. Yeah, yeah, he's not the mata mua. I like that. He's not the mata mua. Stated in mata mua states. Yeah. That's really what it is. It's really, we got to get back to trusting ourselves. Mm. And that's part of the whole decolonization process is knowing that we can know Mm. and knowing that if we do the proper research and uh, we we check ourselves amongst ourselves, Mm. then we can, uh, we'll, we'll leap forward will profoundly leap forward, I believe. And back home for us, you know, we're talking about the Maramataka, the Kaulana Mahina, back for us is Kalei Nuhiva. Mm. She's, I, I, I've been fortunate to be her friend for a long time and sit on her MA committee and now on her PhD committee. And I, I learn a lot every time just sitting with her. And that whole every three years you add in a month thing was one of the things I remember picking up from her MA thesis, I thought, oh yeah, you got 30 days in a month, 30 nights in a month. And, and I just, you know, I basically think, oh, well, but it doesn't some of our solar months, uh, Southern Gregorian months have like 31. What happens to those days? Yeah, yeah, you know, the yeah, math yeah. doesn't add up, but I was like, I don't care. I'm just gonna get in my car and drive. Mm. You know? <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and go to my house with electricity. But anyway, yeah. um, so, you know, and but when you think about it, you need you, you need to know these the the mo'olelo, the korero of the of the past, so that you can um, so that you can understand how the the kaulana mahina manamataka mm. works. And and getting back to your question about um, living in both calendars, living through both calendars, I think it's possible. Mm. I think it's possible, but I think they're distinct. And then, but you have to understand when to use one and when to use the other. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is, if we're going to be doing traditional practices, those are completely based on the traditional system. No No budget. But then, you know, it, but if people, like back home, if people want to do makahiki in, say, late January, and like the Molokai guys and make this big celebration, go for it. I say go for it, mm. but mm. we're gonna do the ceremonial part mm. on the during the ceremonial time, mm-hmm. and and that's okay. Even if it's just ten, twenty of us mm. doing it, it's okay. We we handle that kuleana, mm. that, that responsibility, and we mm. we execute it to the best that we can for the the greater lahui, the greater the greater people. Yeah. yeah. Does Matariki present itself in a different formation from the north, the northern hemisphere? Oh, it's the or right. Like, it's the right side up. up. It's right side up. It's the right side up. Yeah, it's, it's right side down, up. Upside down, bro. I'm just gonna say most of us are above the equator. I believe. No, I don't know. Is that right? Right? Yeah, because yeah, right. you know the quality's down. Yeah, yeah, quality's well, done this. Well, uh, <laughs> it, it might, it might, it might. Which is, let's just call it a truth and say we, we'll, we'll respect each other's uh, views of makali'i. <laughs> makali'i. Um, but for us, you know, makali'i, 
he he was a a a god, I guess, of sorts, a traditional character in our history, and um, a kupuna, as we might say. And but he he was like he's really kolohe. He wasn't the nicest guy. He's always accused of the being the one who took all the food from the people. He's the mm. chief that took all the food from the people, took it up to the sky, put it in his net. Mm. And then his net, his koko would hang and it would just like tease everybody with the food. And it wasn't into Kane Apua goes looking for the hopo, or the chest of Kane himself, the, where all the love is. Uh, he was looking for the love, I think, of his, of his father, whatever he gets on to. And he's looking for that and he passes a uh, uh, makali'i. And he sees all the food for the people, and he says, and he sends his rats to go and gnaw on the cordage of the wow. net, and then the, all the food just helelei, it just falls down to the earth, mm-hmm. and people get to eat. So for us, makali'i, not the coolest kupuna out there, but he he definitely is is the name of the star, the the clusters, the cl- star cluster, and um and. Uh, He's marks our he marks our makahiki season and our mark our marking is a our demarcation. Hill setting, right? Yeah, oh. ours is um setting. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, <clears throat> setting of the sun. Mm. Yeah, and makali'i pukas, I believe. Mm. Yeah, so so when it's Puka. balanced like that, when it's balanced for us. Mm. And it's gonna balance a different high. <laughs> it's gonna balance in different ways depending on, in different areas. <laughs> That's your chroniacal. The chroniacal. That's our chroniacal. And heliacal. Heliacal and chroniacal. And punch the micacle. Those are English words, by the way. To me, not Hawaiian words. Yes. It's our chron. Is that a real word? Thank you. Thank you, Professor Matam Obviously, didn't read my book. Obviously. I just went over those. Look at the pictures and they just isn't. Here's the book. Gave your son copy. Way more pictures in there. You know, sign you a copy and you didn't read it. I've read parts. I've read parts. There's actually a picture in there from when. The Matapuninga came over for Makahiki, yeah? I believe there's a, a picture of the lele, there is. the kuahu. Um, yeah. Could you um, perhaps um, explain the practice of what of what you do for mat- Matahiki and right. then Vangi could perhaps elaborate on what these um, started to do here? So what we do for, for Makahiki is we have... Uh, essentially offerings for lono and you can see them you can see them on top of the lele we call that the wooden structure a lele we have an opening and a closing to the season and for us on Koholave it's really about regreening the island because the island was so devastated mm. by the uh, the bombing and 50 years of bombing and then well before that there was a uh, ranching uh, goats goats were pretty bad um, so our goal is to regreen the island and we've been pretty fairly successful uh are, and of course the 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 spiritual side has to be complemented by the work side Yoda. yeah so the koholave Island reserve commission along with the protect koholave ohana have work projects that replant and figure out ways to um just kind of smart ways to get around not having water on that it's pretty barren and mm-hmm. yeah, banoa um so it's um so that that's our ceremony is just the offerings placed upon the lele i'm not going to go into the details of that so much but um well i can talk a little bit about when uh, the matapuninga folk came and you know rangi talked about his first visit 
And I, I'm usually so busy trying to get everything going and make sure everybody's on, on pace with what we need to get done that I, I maybe I miss how the how the, the, the Wailua affects everybody, mm-hmm. you know. And we, it wasn't until we got off to he said, yeah, that was pretty awesome. And then later I hear, you know, he wants to get the Matapuninga guys over, and then he tells me how how sh- how much he was moved by the way we committed to the presence of our Akua. Because we, we erect, uh, uh, yeah. we erect yep. Lono. Lono Makua stands before us when we're doing the ceremonies. You have to... You have to be, um, you have to be at your best. The tapu is high. Aye, it's yeah. high. Yeah. Is so that you, why you weren't explaining? You weren't going any more further than? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, just I would, so I would invite you to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Go when on. these guys come back, you guys are welcome to yeah. come. But, um, or, or if if they don't, come, you know, whatever, you guys are still welcome to come. Kamama <laughs> kapuko kahale. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's just. When the when the akua is standing and we the, the conch the poo blows and we start doing our karakia and our chants and yeah the game is on and wow yeah it, it's pretty Ooh. high yeah we're all and then we all dress because you know it's warm back home mm. yes it's warm <laughs> um, so we are, even during our winter months so we all we all hume malo we put on the malo uh, and then you know. Yeah, and then the the women wear the ki ki kepa. So it, it's where we have all these symbols of of ceremony that yeah. we that we partake that we partake that we get into mm-hmm. and um, utilize so that we keep our focus. Lonoi kamakahiki, the call, the kiwaha o kiyala is also another th- another aspect of our focus. But um, so there's all that, and so he Langi was explaining how how moved he was by that and I thought to myself oh yeah I guess that is that's something special you know yeah. I just it's kind of normal mm. for me you that's know, cool by now that's cool. and it wasn't normal when I started mm. I'll tell you that when I was 21 wow. ish when I started <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> I was like 21 when I started 22 maybe I'm not too sure but um the 60s and, and now that now that I'm <laughs> well into my well into my 30s and <laughs> thirtieth <laughs> year of being at Maga, you know how old. Um, so uh, no, but anyway, so it, it's just come somewhat somewhat normal for us, and and we don't really realize, you know, how impactful what we do can be, and it's not only for for the rangis, it's also for our own people. Mm. And then when Prawne guys came. And they were all moved. And start from the the hiuai, uh, our, our cleansing ceremony in the in the morning, where we all, you know, we all disrobe and go into the water and get ready for the ceremony. Um, naked. Naked. Yeah, we had a kohana. And um, <laughs> one more. We got one more. <laughs> <laughs> throw it in there. Yes, just throw it in because it's 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 something you gotta you gotta you gotta ease the moment with comedy because you know the mind is a little bit colonized so it's hard to get around get our na'o around the whole notion of mm. uh, being naked together. Uh, mm. It's dark, so we <laughs> plan it out like that. So you know, we're gonna have to look at each other. But it's warm up there. <laughs> it's warm. It's pretty warm. Yeah, yeah. It's warm mm. enough. Uh, 
It's not like say going um, going to the to the river in Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So this this is what this is a free cleansing before the free cleansing. So yeah, wow. so so when Prana guys came, getting back to what I was the point I was gonna make. I like that um, Prana guys. Prana guys, yeah, Prana ma. Prana ma, Prana guys. Yeah. So when when oh sorry when Rangi brought his friends. Oh, Prana guys. <laughs> Oh, sorry. He's the captain of the ship, so we say Paraone guys. Um, <laughs> no, Leila. So we, we get into the water, we get out, and um, uh, Tikura Tayaho, Lono Holo Ikahiki, was so moved that he, he he wanted to have his name changed from then. Oh, mm. so it was there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was, and I remember it was after the, the Hikuai, he came up and he said, Bro, I'm different. And I was like, Oh. And I, you know, this is my second day of knowing this man. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, it's, it's moving. It's moving, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it was a good, it was a good heat away. And then as the ceremony, we went in the ceremony and I was just like, yee, because it's got so many things to do, right? Mm-hmm. Make sure everything gets, everything's happening. And then the last day, sure enough, we did the tohi. Yeah, mm-hmm. the tohi, tohi at the tohi uh, down in Hakiwawaiki, a couple, a bay away. And it was just the Matapuninga, uh, my son, Kaipu, and myself. It was quite, quite the scene. Yeah. Mm. I, think, I think it was... So it was like his birthday yeah, well, is, yeah. also, is, is, also, is also symbolic, a representation of our, our relationship and, uh, and how we're going to move this this papahana, this kaupapa forward. Mm-hmm. And it's really about, I mean, Rangi says it's not about recolonizing the people, but in a sense, you know, hey, if it happens, it happens. Because at yeah. least we're, um, we're kanakanizing. Yeah, yeah. We're kanakanizing. 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 So we're, we're, we're reestablishing Kanaka Maoli consciousness through ceremony. So there's all kinds of ways to establish consciousness and and be conscious. And one of them, I, the key, the keys are language and ceremony. Kyoto. Mm. You gotta have because those are the two sides that we need to know who we are. Um, so we just heard from Kaliko about some of your traditions. Uh, again, um, there are some regional differences, right? Mm. But the ceremony that I know, and it seems to be something that's fairly much was generic. Uh, there seems to be a lot of evidence and research um, throughout the country of people doing uh, a umu kohu kohu fetu or a, an oven that was cooked to feed the stars. And I noticed uh, when I was on Hawaii that they do the same thing. They mm. cook oh, yeah. food and offer them on an altar mm. to feed um, their their gods and uh, and to feed Olono. Uh, our ancestors would um, cook kai in the ground. And uh, there were three major parts of the ceremony. Uh, number one, we would uh, read Matariki. We would read the star in the correct lunar phase to determine the bounty of the new year that would guide us at generally as a wider philosophy for the year. Was it going to be a good fishing year, good birding year, good planting year, uh, a lot of deaths that year, a windy year, a rainy year, depending on the way that the cluster revealed itself. 
Number two, and probably the thing that is missing from the practice is taki motiatea, where they would call out the names of all of the people that had died since the last rising. Mm. And, uh, you know, this year has been one of those years. Yeah. You know, it's been really... And actually, um, when we were on um, uh, Rangiate with Paraone last year, our Matariki ceremony kicked off uh, here in Raukawa and mm. on, at Braunes Marae and on top of uh, a hillside that was an old pa and is connected to astronomy, Niha. Mm. Mm. That uh, we, Kaliko was with us. Mm. We called out the names of the people that had died that year. This year we'll be doing the same and there's a long list. Right. Mm. Uh, that's Taki out there and our ancestors would wail and cry and farewell the dead because Matariki has carried them throughout the year and we released them to become stars in the sky. And the last thing we did was uncover the oven and the food would rise, the steam. There's a saying, you know, and we people say, uh, and they say, you know, that's the food that Matariki brings. No, awake means to scoop up from above, right? Mm. That's Matariki coming down to partake in the food that you're offering Matariki. So... Matariki will bring the bounty again next year and Matariki will carry our dead again this year. And um, then that food was placed on an altar. Karakia was done to, uh, to the different stars of Matariki for the dead. It's, mm. it's an awesome philosophy because <laughs> it covers off all of these different elements, nine of them. Dead with Pahutukawa, um, Tipuanuku with the ground, with the with the gardens, Tipuarangi with anything in the birds and the trees, Waiti fresh water, Waita salt water, Ururangi wind, Waipunarangi uh, rain, Hiwaiterangi uh, the promise. So you go from death to life, good to bad, you know, mm. promise of a new year. And the final one is Matariki itself, which is about well being. You know, that star itself is connected to ensuring well-being and prosperity. So that's a whole philosophy in itself mm. encompassed in um, the way that we divide out uh, the things that are important to us as Māori. So that's fairly much the ceremony um, happens before the sun rises. Um, yeah, it's, that's fairly much the ceremony. One of the questions I got <coughs> asked Rangi, um that I know we are yet to address, address in our wānanga, um, going back two years now when, I, when Te Iwa Matariki done the rounds, and there's that scene in Te Iwa Matariki where the, the tohunga uncover the umukuhukuhu fetu and then they karakia. And I got asked a couple of times by etahi o nga whānau kōrero Māori nei whānau aro ki te tikanga Māori tupuirotu i te, I te ao Māori, and they said to me, do we have to be tohunga? to mm. do that whakahaere. Mm. Um, yeah, and they, they, because they feel that they're at a point now where they want to celebrate and um, pay homage to Matariki in a Māori way, and they, want, and they want to know what can we do on, on, on that level to celebrate and pay homage to Matariki without coming to Rangiatea, um, without coming to Te Matapuninga. Um, mm. Yeah, when, when will that time be right for... Um, us to have a wānanga about that. And I think that is is uh, is awesome. Um, one of the best and most intimate ceremonies around kara, uh, uh, honouring Matariki, sorry, 
was between an old man. This is in the 1850s, I think. 1860s, maybe. An old man, an old wife, and their grandchild. Just the three of them. In South Taranaki. Mm. And they cooked an oven from waited for Matariki over a period of nights because it wasn't visible on the first Tangaroa night mm. for the lunar phase. So they waited for the four nights of Tangaroa. So it's the first visible morning across those four nights. And I think they waited for a couple of days. They don't mention any karakia. What was mentioned is she wailed. Mm. Oh, called out the names mm. of uh, the dead. Mm. And uh, I think it says that he acknowledged the star group by way of mihi. Mm. And then they cooked food and fed the stars. Nothing. So I don't know. I, I think that you don't have to. And, and that's one of the great things about um, the way I, I think um, that shows Māori, you don't need to go to the big elaborate ceremony mm. for it to have importance to you. Mm. You know, you can practice as you feel mm. free to practice. Um, I think those big ceremonies, though, are, are really points of of where things converge, mm. right? And mm. you have there's a wairuatanga there. There's a mm. spirituality in a it's manifest out of a collective belief. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. one thing. Mm. Collective belief manifests manifests a particular spirituality that where we openly within tapu feed our gods and then ensure the bounty of the year. This one was just an intimate ceremony between three people, and it's the mokopuna or the grandchild that writes their recollection of that event. Mm. Wow! And that's actually from a place where people say, "Oh." We don't celebrate Matariki, yeah, yeah. Mm. but it's in the record, and there's a lot of iwi. And, and I'm not saying that what what celebrate now is wrong. You know, there's this puanga Matariki debate. Mm. Everywhere that has puanga, there's a record of Matariki. Everywhere that has Matariki, there's a record of puanga. Mm. And if I could just say, you know, one of the things that I'm kind of uh, a little bit want to kind of shed some light on mm. this year and in the coming years, is Matariki's one of a thousand stars. Right? Mm. Seems to be the only time we're interested in the sky. Hey, then we go back to worrying about sky television. Mm. <laughs> hey, it's it's the only time in anyone and, and when when Matariki's around, everyone's an astronomer. Yep. But when it's gone, hey, no one cares about the names of the other stars or what they mean because we're estranged from our environment. Aye. Because we're living Western and only practice mm. this Maori division of time and Maori beliefs for this, you know, week-long period that is Matariki, then we, I think we need to shift our our thinking mm. and understanding. It has to be a practice, everyday thing. Oh, especially, you know, you, we talk about um, the summertime and that when everyone's outside, you know, look up to the sky is the best time to see, you know, we, what other constellations are. But I'd like to add on, I'd like to uh, really appreciate what you talked about, that whānau having their intimate time with their own umukohukohu. And it takes me back to what you were talking about before with uh, with Western holidays. That's a whānau opening their presents at Christmas. That's a whānau yeah. doing their own little Easter, yeah, their Easter, Easter egg hunt. So I think yeah. that's really, yeah. And it's also about celebrating, you know, we talk about the big gods, right? Mm. The big gods, Rongo and Tafiri and Tu, and but there are lots and lots and lots of gods. Hey, and Kaitiaki and Fano and regional and you know, and I think those were also part of ceremonies that were fed. And uh, you had gods of war and gods of growing the gardens and all of these things. And all the stars in Matariki are atua in their own right, and you have a connection to them. So sometimes, yep, the big ones are awesome. There's something special about those intimate personal relationships you have with your atua. What the, um, 
you know, the reawakening, I guess, in Hawaii mm. and in here, mm. the Aotearoa. Ne? And I just want to talk on a personal and whānau and, hap, whānau and hapū level, um, is the whānau that were involved in last year's Matariki are looking, you know, look forward, look forward now to Matariki. Oh. And I can say, okay. you know, I've sort of, you know, oh yeah, it's Matariki, but mm. being a part of Nafakahairekia Matariki last year mm. took me to another level of consciousness, oh. indigenous mm. consciousness, yeah, and and the same with our Tamariki. Yeah. So I've got a Mokopuna coming back this year, mm. and he's been waiting for Matariki the to come because he yeah. because he came to the one last year, right. and he knows now in his head. I walk Matariki te te tauhou Māori mm. and um, say yeah, I've got him out of school for the week nice. um, because he kura tēnei, te, te hari i atatai tamariki and then a lot of the, a lot of the, the whānau that came to te umukuhukuhu last year mm-hmm. you know, we're looking forward to it you know, pēnei tēnei, tau i atatau i mahi tēnei tau so yeah, that, I think that normalisation is coming. Yeah, it's going to come in the yeah. next generation. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to come in I the remember, next generation. Yeah, I remember that. I was feeling really... Mm. You know, how lucky are they to be at this time? Right. You know, amongst such great people revitalising this stuff. Yeah. You know, their reactivation or their activation is going to be really early. They're going to... Yeah, how lucky they are there in this time. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it's yeah. part of the plug for my next bit. Part of my plug. You're not opening a kohanga, are you? Oh, hey. <laughs> well, kind of. You might be a bit old. <laughs> but but uh, one of the things that I hope to do in the next couple of years is to establish Farikokorangi uh, Māori or a traditional school of Māori astronomy. And not to teach so people know, but to teach so people practice. And growing a new generation of Māori astronomical practitioner who can be an astrophysicist, mm. Mm. who can understand the giant balls of gas and oh. theories of gravity and relativity. I was going to say, <laughs> But <laughs> can also connect with it on an environmental, uh, cultural, but more specifically spiritual manner. And... Uh, you know, that's that's the long-term vision because it's only with practice that it becomes normalised. Oh, and right. it, otherwise, we stick it. It's like a museum piece, eh? Mm. We look at it once a year and go, ooh, and our ancestors do used to do this. But the question is, what, what are we doing now? Mm. Oh. So within 40-something years of um, accessing Kaho'olawe, we've seen from 76 till today, we've seen generations of people who have been starting from being arrested tried in a court of law for going to Koholawe, going on island, doing makahiki, going through the ceremonial move, um, process, and uh, being led and followed by military personnel to not having the personnel present to just us being on the island today mm. when we do ceremony. When ceremonies happen, everything else on the island shuts down. When ceremonies happen now, everything, all the um, the people who are not in our ceremony are around to help us facilitate our ceremony. And speaking about the Tamariki, I think, you know, about our son, our son Kaipu and our daughter Kaipu. Kaipu is raised in this. He's been around it his whole life. His name comes from being in ceremony. 
So he knows, he knew from birth that his role in Hawaii-dom, if we want to call it that, mm-hmm. is to to fulfill his, to, to, to be a mo'olono or a priest of lono and to carry the torch and to further the further the process or further our um our practice our um our knowledge our ability to to be um to to be mo'olono to be kahuna someday to you know to be able to wield the sword that our um or the the the, the pahoa that our that our mm, <laughs> that, that our ancestors wielded on the on the on the heo and in the in the hale and then you know the whole um the the, the tangi or, or the whole level that we used to have where people would cry and you talked about that and put on and yeah we've we've got so much record of that well until the colonial um, period and the, we used to um, publish our kanikau and our kumakena these are all lament chants in the newspaper because crying was a public thing crying grieving showing that emotion was a public thing and in fact um just a little side note when when a student of of ours back at uh, manoa did a did a paper on ho'okipa or hospitality the generalization he came up with was crying. Everybody cried. When you see and see somebody come up, they mm. cry. So mm-hmm. why don't we cry today? Mm. You know, we. I mean, when when we go to funerals nowadays for us back home, and you know, Rangi and I have talked about this, and our funerals they're so far away from the death. Why? You know, like you guys is like bang, die, you're in the ground. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty quick, right? For us, it's like dragged out a month or so. Wow. So by the time you hit the funeral, there's, you've cried already. Mm. You've already cried in the privacy of your own home. So, yeah, I think we, there's many aspects of um, of our culture that culture is culture that we could we could use to um, bring back. And you know, I think um, makahiki matariki practice is definitely, you know, it's a positive move for our peoples. And uh, I think us working together and just talking about how we can better better serve our people through the practices very positive we're gonna go start this way in the closing for Karo kea koe tariao and then kea koe pueri and then maui whakaoti a kea tatai kore rangi and then we're gonna have our celebration with a pie so kapua bini kua kua rahi kua e kea tatai slack the girt yeah yeah now these kōrero have been called cool. so now to Adel class these last couple of weeks we've been talking about matariki with our students and a lot of the partai that were asked of me and Miria one of our kayako were answered in here so it's just cool that we can take I can take this back to our students then mark we okay lazy teacher oh Tēnā kōrua, tēnā tātai. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a previous episode, a few pre- few episodes, we talked about whakapono. Um, what is whakapono? And, if, and Pakake talked about if you have, you, everyone has something they 
they need to believe in or um, yeah, everyone has a whakapono. Mm. Where do you put that whakapono? And then there comes a time when, you know, things like this happen and I talked about um, how lucky our tamariki are and a beautiful place to plant your whakapono is in your, an uh, in our indigenous, our indigenous spiritual um, expressions. Aye. So yeah, koina, koina taku, kia ora. Kapai. Well, for me, I think uh, the revival of matariki, you know, it's, it's more than just a, a period of celebration. Celebration, but it's cool. But what it is, is, is for Māori, we understand ourselves not by viewing ourselves as smaller, disconnected parts, mm. right? As you probably would do from a Western framework when you're researching, you look for something ever, ever smaller, but how all of these smaller parts connect and are interconnected with each other. Mm. I think that that's uh, one of the things that Matariki is really about. It's all of these different elements that that group of stars make up that are connected to everything and everyone. So while they all have their own parts, they rise as a cluster. I think that's one of its overall fundamental purposes, but it's all about coming together, remembering the past, celebrating the present, and the prosperity of the future. What could be a better thing to celebrate you know, than that? So I just want to say thank you for having us. Mm. Thank you for the platform that the Wananga has created around this space because it's been central in its normalisation and its altiaroalisation. Kanaka is Kanaka Fai. Yeah, so kia ora, by the book. I should say, Kero to Tereo Maori, Metereo Pakeha. Matariki, Tefetu Tapu Teto, Queenate Mea Pakeha, Kero to Tereo Pakeha, Anate Tata, here we see. Kara Kukupu. I te mea kua kapikatoia koe tau oku nei whakaaro, me te rangatira o tātātou noho i te nei, I te nei rā, e whakanui nei, whakamānawa nei uh, i a matariki. Narunga i te rā, kua eke a taringa ki te kotahi matariki. And um, in celebration, this is part of the celebration of taringa getting to one matariki, we have a... We're going to have a birthday cake, but we thought we'd change it up, you know. And I ahua pākea te rafakaro, engari, i whaka Māori te e mātou, and this is a kumara pai. Kumara pai? Kumara pai, hei whakanui i te ekenga o taringa ki te kotahi matariki. And you have... Do you sing happy birthday? Hare matariki, kia koe, hare matariki, kia koe. Hare matariki kia taringa Hare matariki kia koe Anna! Mahalo. He! He! Tūtura o whati whakamaua kia tēnā. Tēnā. Hau me e hui e. Taiki e. Rono i ka makaiki. Rono i ka makaiki. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You have the honour. Kakara. O mai e rongo te o te kei hei o mō mātou hei o mō tamaroto hou. Oh. Alright, I'm not, you the, yeah. I'm gonna be oh. nice, so you know, you're the manuhiri, so you go first. I have to take my, so yeah. if I wait, then you have to wait. Yeah. 
Oh. Same thing. Hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> They'll just edit out the weight anyway. I'll keep right? mine okay. ready. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, pie. Yeah, that's a pie. Oh, no, you can make a hippie. Pie to pie. And here's one I put That is really, really good. That is great. Yeah, that's like a pumpkin pie. That's quite good. It's a similar pie. Yeah. Well, kia ora tātai koa rahi a tātai kōrero in, you know, closing thoughts. Um, Kei ākoe, Kaliko. Yeah, so closing thoughts. I I think the the most significant point that if we had to make one throughout this whole uh, podcast that we've been sitting through about Matariki uh, today, I think it's, it's for me, it's the normalization of everything. And... Uh, We've been throwing around the word normalization back home for years, and I'm sure you've been throwing it around here as a, a way to to ensure that you know Maori people speak Maori Hawaiian speak Hawaiian, but the normalization of ceremony and practice and acknowledging of our 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 moli that our moody our moli within us is is I think a way for us to further our consciousness of being Kanaka. And for me, yeah. So when I think about all these all these practices that we that we have, that and the, for us back home, the hula and whatnot, the we just had a conference where we were seeing posts on Facebook with hundreds of people dancing the same song. That's cultural practice. Uh-huh. That's ceremonial practice. That's awakening laka for the hula people. I I say maika iloa. And carry on because that's what we need. That's, that's what we we need as a people, and we need we need more people just stepping out of their colonial box, their colonized box, and being being more um, kanaka, finding the kanaka that they feel safe with, and be it. And with that, we have our waiata, waiata, Kanapa, napa, ira tarata, te paki o matariki, ora ya maira, te marino kingai. Oh, 
Piratarata kanapanapa te paki o matariki Nei mātau e mihi atu nei i raro i ngā manaakitanga te wānonga o te roa Hei ko nā mai rā tātou katoa Taringa, he mea tuku nā te wānonga o Aotearoa To listen to more episodes, search for us on your podcast app and subscribe Taringa, whakarongo mai Taringa